All right, open up your Bibles. Let's get into the Word today. Open up your Bibles to Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. I'm really excited about this message today. This is a message, I think, it's hard to like describe a tone of a message, you know, but sometimes you feel like there's a tone to it. And I feel like this is a fun message. It's a fun message, but it's one that's been incredibly powerful for me in my life. Like it's, it's been one of the most impactful kind of truths and revelations that the Lord has showed me that he's led me in. Uh, and I just come back to it. I feel like almost every year in my life at different points and at different times. So in Ecclesiastes chapter three, author here is Solomon. And we're going to read together starting out in verse one says to everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven a time to be born a time to die a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted a time to kill and a time to heal a time to break down and a time to build up a time to weep and a time to laugh a time to mourn and a time to dance a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing a time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. What profit has the worker from that in which he labors? I have seen that the God-given task which the sons of men are to be occupied verse 11 he has made everything beautiful in its time also he has put eternity in their hearts except that no one can find out the work that god does from beginning to end let me pray father in jesus name lord i ask you just anoint me today to to speak to communicate to impart it's it's all you god I know that. I can't do anything. I need you to strengthen me, to anoint me. Let me decrease while you increase in this place today. Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. You know, one of the things that I love about this area, the Midwest, and, and I always have, and you go other places, and I think you, can, you appreciate this even more, but I love the variety of the seasons that we have. Don't you? I mean, it's like, you get kind of a little bit of everything around here in a full kind of way. I mean, you've got spring, you've got the birds chirping, you've got all the greenery, you've got all the flowers, you've got, of course, the, the crops and everything that are, that are being put in. And then you get into summer. I mean, we've got a hot summer, right? You can swim, you can have pools, you can get out on the lake, you can get a suntan, like you can do all that fun stuff in the summer. And then you get into fall, which might be actually my favorite season. You've got the leaves changing. Oh, those cool fall nights. Are those not the best? When you open the windows, right? And you just, that cool breeze is coming in. Katie and I, we feud a little bit on this because summer is, when summer is ending, she's a little bit mourning, you know, and I'm excited because fall is coming in. So we're, we're kind of at odds during that transition time a bit. But I love the fall cool nights. You can have bonfires, you know, you got those cool breezes coming in, the leaves are changing, turkey or, or not turkey goblin, you got the deer getting crazy, you know, 
Um, and then you get into winter and you got the beautiful snow that covers the landscape. You got, you know, get out and play in the snow with the kids and so many cool things. You can see the animals running in the snow. It's just a, it's just like a picture perfect setting. And then you come back around and here you are in spring again. So we have, we have this variety of seasons and, and everything uh, obviously is changing and, and kind of moving out of and into something else really always at the same time. It's always moving. And it's interesting in, in this passages that Solomon uses the, the word seasons to describe kind of how our lives function and how things happen in our lives. He uses the word season. And when you study that word, it's interesting because a season is something that actually has like a perfect appointed and allotted time. It has its boundaries and it has its parameters and it has its, its fullness and its function of the way that it's set up and established. And he uses that word seasons to talk a little bit about our lives. There's a beginning part of a season. There's kind of a real mid and a fullness of that. And then there's kind of an ending and a coming out of that all at the same time. If you take a look up here at the board, I just had a picture in my head, but it, it kind of looks like this. Like, let's say this is, you're coming into spring and then now you're at the fullness of spring and then you kind of come out of it. And now you're sort of on the downhill slide and then you're kind of transitioning into summer and then you get into summer and then you're in the fullness of the summer. And then you're kind of like right here where we are coming out of that and into the fall. And then you get into the fall and I'm running out of room for winter, but you know, it's there. So here's winter. Okay. And, and, and if you, kind of pay attention if you did, which I didn't really in science class, but there's these points where there's these like uh, full spots that they call the, I think like the equinoxes or something, right? And uh, in those times, it's like that pinnacle moment where you're exactly at the height of summer or of winter. And then right after that day, everything sort of shifts over. And now you're actually on your way into the next season out of that. But before that equinox, you're kind of coming in to the fullness of the one. And, and so it's just interesting because we see that he's talking about seasons and he's talking about how there's a season to everything under the sun. And he's using that to describe how our lives, how God's kind of designed our lives. And if you think about it, it really is true that during the time we're here on earth, we're kind of always going through these different seasons and these different stages of what life is beautifully, if we'll see it that way, dealing to us along the way, don't we? And so he's saying everything is beautiful in its time. But as we see these points of transition where we're kind of coming out of stages and going into new stages, there's a tendency a lot of times for us as people to, to kind of maybe mess that up, mess that the beauty of what the season in the moment is designed to be able to give us. For example, sometimes we'll get a little anxious and we'll get a little antsy and we'll want to rush the finishing of the season to move on into the next one a little too quickly. We'll want to kind of reach hold and grab on to something a little too soon before it's quite ready. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 20, it says that an inheritance gained hastily at the beginning will not be blessed. It means to grab on to something that's already coming to you, but it's just not quite 
ready and in the right time yet. But don't we as people tend to just, we want to grab on just a little early sometimes because we want to move out of where we are. We're excited to get into the next place. And it's coming, baby. It's going to get here. But if we grab on a little too soon before it's quite ready, before it's quite shifted into the new place, we can kind of make a mess of the design that God has actually prepared for that season in our lives. We went to Florida a few years ago, Katie and I with the kids, and we stayed in this little uh, condo or townhouse. And I remember it had this big lime tree right out front. There's all these limes growing off of it, you know, big and plump. And we were so excited. We're like, oh, look at all these limes. We're going to eat limes and we're going to put it in our food. We're going to do all this stuff. And so we started picking limes off of there. I guess that guy was okay with that, but there was a lot of them. And, uh, and, and we were picking the limes and everything. And it's like, you know, there's just something a little bit off about them. It just, yeah, maybe the limes in Florida just taste different than the limes back home, you know, just a little different or whatever. And so we ate them and enjoyed it that whole week. Well, when we got back, I think it was when we got home, right? We were just, no, it was toward the end of the vacation. Anyway, so, you know, Katie, she likes to look stuff up and, and research things or whatever. And so she's looking and all of a sudden she's like, you know what? That's not a lime tree. That's a lemon tree. And we're like, oh, that explains it, you know? So lemons, when they're they're green, they're not quite ready yet, right? And, and, and so you can grab them, and, and there's just something a little bit off about it. They're just, a, it's a little too soon. They haven't fully ripened. They haven't shifted from that dark green color to that rich yellow color when they're full of flavor. And, and let's face it, when you want to pick a, any kind of fruit, you want to wait until it's perfectly ripe and ready, don't you? so that you can enjoy it. If you pick it a little too soon, you're gonna miss a lot of what it has to offer if you would have waited just a little bit longer. And I don't know about you, uh, okay, but again, like I said, I preach this one to myself. I tend to wanna pick the lemons off the tree. I wanna, I wanna grab on the limes when they're really lemons and I need to wait a little bit longer. Don't, don't we do that sometimes where it's like our lives are moving in this, and there's these shifts in these seasons that are happening because we see that God's designed it this way. It's not just like he's unchanging, but everything about the world and about our lives is really constantly changing. And so he set it up that way, but he's established timings and seasons along the way. And if we will live in God's design for the seasons in our lives, really everything is meant to be beautiful and, and, and ripe in the moments that we're in. And if we try to rush out of it and grab on too quickly, we could kind of make a mess of that. We could get us hold of something a little premature and then it changes everything about the way God wanted to prepare that moment in our lives or that season in our lives for us. Now, it's not just grabbing on too soon. Sometimes we want to hang on a little too long. Sometimes a season is really meant to pass and meant to change and meant to move on. And, and we tend to want to stay in that place a little bit too long and kind of you know, it was beautiful for the time that it was, but if we stay in it when God's trying to move us out, the beauty that we loved about it is starting to fade because God has something new in place and planned for us. You know, I mean, let's face it, some things are awesome in the moment, but if you hang on too long, it's just not cool. I mean, breastfeeding, for example. I know. I know a lot about it, okay? So I've been around it for like 10 years, every single, 
I got six kids, if you're new here, just so you know. Um, but it's awesome. But I, excuse me if you take this wrong way. But I don't know that there's anything really cool about breastfeeding a five-year-old. <laughs> you know, some people hang on. Oh, it didn't go over well, did it? Some people hang on a little bit long, and they stay in something just longer than it's meant to be. And get that picture out of your head now. We'll just kind of move on. Uh, but but there's, there's something that's beautiful about it for a time, but that time is passing. And something new is meant to come along. It's interesting. Like I talk to my to my parents a lot about how when they were raising us, you know, just being it's something about being parents and raising kids. That's just that's so awesome and so great and yet challenging all at the same time. But they're now they're saying, but you don't have any idea what it's like to be grandparents, like to be grand like now this new place that we're in. Right. I mean, they're not they're 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 parents, but they're not parenting like they were when we were young kids that time has passed but now they get to be grandparents and it's a whole nother beautiful amazing season that they're in now that they get to be in in their lives and we get to see and watch and I mean I see I don't they say grandparents I, I don't the parent part of that I think fell off and it's just you guys just get to be grand you get to do whatever you want anytime and they get whatever they want and so, but it's beautiful to them and they're, and they're loving it. But it's true, isn't it? That if we try to stay in a place too long, that God is really wanting to move us out of, whether it's because we're hanging on to what once was, or whether it's just a fear of what's ahead of unknown things that, but God, if he's leading us into it, you know that he has a perfect thing planned for it. And if he'll guide your steps along the way in that transition, although it may be a little bit uncertain at times, if you hang on to him, you will see how beautiful that next season and that next place that you step into can be. And you don't want to hang on to something too long that God's trying to move you out of because you're afraid of what's ahead or because what was so great, but it's passing. If you hang on to, it's like, you know, fruit on a tree. It's when it's ripe, if you don't pick it and you leave it on there, if it stays on even longer and longer, what happens? It spoils and it's no longer as good as it was. And you think when you grab it, oh, I waited too long. I should have picked that a week ago. Right. And so there's these seasons that I mean, God is showing us this pattern of how we see seasons on earth. And, he, and, and Solomon is likening those patterns to these seasons that we go through in our lives, this ever-changing world that we live among and in, right? So we see that we could kind of make a mess of things. And let me say one last thing about the transition process. Oh, have I learned this. It is so important, guys, how we step out of a season. In fact, the Lord has showed me that in a lot of cases, if not just as important, it might even be more important how you step out of a place as it is how you step into the next place. Because the way you leave a thing has everything to do with the posture and the atmosphere of how you are stepping into the next thing. 
And the Lord could have worked a marvelous work in your life and through challenges and things that you went through and victories. And, and then he's bringing us out of a time. And if we, if we don't step out of that season properly with integrity and honor and, and humility and whatever that means in whatever situation it is, it can totally affect the way that we step into that next season that God has prepared us for in our lives. Does that make sense? I want to go into the next thing, walking away from something where I have walked in integrity and dignity and patience and honor and humility all along the way. Those transition moments are key moments in our lives where we can get a little too fast and rush or we can hang on a little too long. And so we need to be sensitive to the wisdom of the Lord to lead us and guide us. If he's designed these seasons then he's the creator of them and he will lead us and guide us through those times in our lives. He's faithful to do that. Now it also says that there is a, he says that there is a purpose for everything under heaven, for every season under heaven, that there's a purpose in it meaning what it is that's happening in us and what's ha what we're what God is leading us to do whether it's how we labor or how we seek him or the lessons we're learning at those stages in our life that there's a very specific purpose in the work God is always purposeful in everything that he does and so whatever is happening in that season even if we can't necessarily figure out what the purpose is sometimes that's not as important to know as it is to just realize that there is a purpose in it you know and and so what the season is has a lot to do with what God's intentions are to work in our lives you know when you look at springtime there's a specific purpose that farmers are about the business of doing they are tilling the fields and they're planting the seed and getting everything ready because that's what's appropriate for spring. The rains are coming, the time is ready, and they know that the crop is going to grow all through the summer and that harvest is coming in the fall. Now, what would you think if you looked out in the spring, March, say April, and all the farmers were cruising around on their combine machines trying to combine up crops that weren't even there? They're just circling around trying to put in, and there's nothing even there. It wouldn't make any sense, right? Because the purpose for the combine, the purpose for the harvest is in the different season than spring. There's a purpose for spring. And so when we're going through sometimes these different seasons in our lives that maybe are challenging us or testing us, or we're learning lessons that we didn't necessarily think we signed up to learn, but God's teaching them, we've got to realize if, if the Lord is telling us that every season has a purpose in our lives, we embrace that and we realize, you know what? The Lord is working on me. The Lord is doing something in me here. I may not be able to figure it all out, but it's purposeful in what's happening. And so if the Lord has designed this time in my life, he's set the, the, the beginning and the end and the, and, the, and the times of this season for me, then I embrace the fact that the Lord has a specific purpose in what he's doing and what he's working out in me. He's way wiser than I am. And so I will just resign myself to his wisdom. I will surrender what's happening in my life over to him. And I'll just trust him to take care of me and to do the work and the purposes that he's trying to accomplish in me and through me. Because when you get to harvest time in the fall, 
if the seeds weren't sown and all the preparations weren't made, what's going to happen if they show up in the fall with the combine machine? There ain't going to be no crops. It's, right? I mean, there's not, no crops if they didn't sow seed and it didn't grow. Well, if we get to a season in our lives, whatever that is, two, three years down the road, and God has this perfect thing planned and ready for us, but we missed part of an earlier season of what God was trying to shape and prepare in us, it's possible that what he's doing doesn't make a whole lot of sense because we're not going to understand it until we get two or three seasons down in our lives, right? And so it's, a, it's really a matter of trusting the Lord and understanding that, okay, he's, he's got seasons set up in my life for a reason and things that are happening are, are very purposeful. If, if I'm living my life in a way that's submitted to the will of God, then the purposes that are happening in me are exactly what the Lord wants to do to prepare me for the season that's ahead and what's coming. So when I get out there in a harvest season later in my life, there's a rich and full crop before me that's been cultivated in my life that now the harvest time is plentiful. Does that make sense? And so God's always purposeful in what he's doing. But we tend, we tend a lot of times when there's challenges to, to, to want to step out of those seasons and move out of them whenever those things are happening and they're, they're challenging us. You know, you think about the seasons that we go through, sometimes the intense heat or the intense cold doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. Or it's like, man, we just, this is just too much. We want it to end. But, you know, a lot of times that intense cold, it, it's, it's a way that the, the Lord can use those seasons as like population control for animals. And not every animal can make it through a rough winter. And so there's, even in the extreme moments, I guess is what I'm trying to say, is there's always intentions and purposes that the Lord has established that are happening. And, and even though it might be our human nature and our tendency to want to just get out of it, end it, and move on with it, if we'll allow the Lord to complete what he's trying to do, there will be a perfect just sense of, of purpose and structure in our lives that only the hand of God can establish for us. We can't do that ourselves. And, and if we were left to control all of the times and seasons in our lives, we wouldn't probably allow ourselves to go through some of the most important stages and things that God knows need to happen in order for us to get where it is that he's taking us. Does that make sense? Everybody say amen for just a second. All right. All right. Okay. Now, the other thing that he says here in verse 11, he says he has made everything beautiful in its time. And this is where the Lord really just opened my eyes. And he said, you know, Matt, what, what's happening here is that you're, you're kind of accepting this idea that I'm in control. You're, you're, you're sort of, you know, you're resigning yourself to, okay, what's, what's good what God is, is trying to do is what you, you're willing to follow. But you're not getting the fact that there is beauty in this season and you're not seeing it. It's, it's a challenging time, but you're seeing the challenges and you're not seeing the beauty in the moment that we're in. Every season is beautiful in its time, not out of time, but in its time. So when we're in that moment, guys, sometimes we have to step back and say, Lord, open my eyes, help me to see. That's what I have to do. But to realize 
God, there's beauty here. There's something absolutely remarkable and profound and beautiful about what's happening here and now in my life. And I don't want to miss it. I know when we had our young, our kids were a lot younger and we had four of them, bath time was a little bit difficult. <laughs> and, and I remember, I'm just being honest, okay? I remember like having a, a, a really hard time because he'd be like, it's your turn for bath night, you know? And I'd be like, oh, I know exactly what this means. It's going to be a mess all over the place. There's going to be water all over the bathroom. The kids are going to be jumping and I'm gonna, they're going to slip. One of them's going to hit their head. Like, it's just like a free for all in there, you know? And so I get in there and I'm like, just, just try to scrub their heads real fast and wash them off. And, and most of the shampoo's out, you know, we dry them off real fast. And okay, you know, go get your clothes on or whatever. And, and I, <laughs> I'm just being honest. And so it was, but I was like, thank God that the Lord kind of hit me over the head one day. And it looked a lot like Katie whenever he did it. But no, but he, he was just like, you, do you realize this is going to be over like that? said sorry he said ah, he said there's gonna be a day you're gonna miss this because it's just season it's just temporary it's fading it's moving on and it just hit me like how many seasons how many things that were beautiful in the moment did I miss did I miss because it looked like a problem to me <laughs> you know it looked like a challenge it looked like something that was just gonna be an inconvenience for me or something and I missed the beauty in the moment and I just said Lord please don't ever let me miss the beauty in the seasons that I'm in in my life ever again and you know what? That season is pretty much gone now for me. And it's okay because I got to enjoy it for what it was. And now we're in a different moment where the kids, they're, they're able to have like conver deeper conversations now, the older ones, than they were. And there's a totally different element of beauty now at the stage that we're in and the season that we're in in their life. And I don't want to miss it. You ever you heard that song, You're Gonna Miss This? You know, he's like, the little girl's hanging on to the daddy's leg and he's taking her to daycare or kindergarten and dropping her off. He's like, you're going to miss this, you know, you're going to miss this. And so just, guys, listen, hear me out, please. Everything that God has prepared for you in your life, every season that he wants to take you through is beautiful. I submit to you more beautiful than you can possibly actually grasp with your natural mind. The beauty and the fullness that are in those moments and in those times. I just pray that we step back and we allow God to open our eyes to help us see that everything is beautiful in its time. So God, let me see the beauty here and now. But if you're not looking for it, there's no way that you're going to see it. A sunset is an amazing thing to see. But if you're inside and you're not out there watching it, you're only going to hear about it. I don't want my life to be lived as it's like it's seeing pictures of what was. I want to live it when I'm there so that I know exactly what it was. Because let's face it, pictures don't do justice to the real thing, do they? I want to live it. I want to see it 
for myself. And if we miss the beauty in the moments, we're only going to hear about things and look back and only have memories and recollections of what could have been or what we might have missed along the way. There's everything that God does is beautiful in its time. And I remember when Katie and I, this is uh, going into last fall, you know, when we knew that we were coming into this place where we were going to be starting this church. Like, you know, we, we knew that, that the Lord was leading this before, obviously, we were able to really share it openly. And we were waiting for him to just kind of do what he was going to do. We had moved over here in May. We did a big addition on our house. So we had the bedrooms for the kids through the summer. All of us lived in like two bedrooms. Katie was pregnant with Dax. We had five kids, number six on the way, living in two bedrooms in the house while the addition was being completed. I mean, it was a crazy time. And then, and then right after that, you know, we realized that God was going to be doing this thing where we were going to be starting a new church. And, and so I remember for me, you know, I'm like, it's always go time, baby. You know, it's like, let's get going. Let's move. We're moving forward. And we're hitting this place in our lives where it seemed like the Lord was just like slowing everything down. You know, that we knew that the, he was leading us to maybe start this church and we were going to plant our roots here in Waterloo. But it's like, it was still a little time away before we could really dig in and start doing that because of how things were playing out. And I'm, you know, I'm just like, it's go time. We got to get going. And, you know, thank God for kids. She's like, it's not go time. Okay. It's not go time. It's been go time for 12 years. It's rest time. It's rest time. And it's interesting because she was right. It, it was a time in our lives that the Lord had specifically designed where it was like, this is going to be our last kid, the last time that she was pregnant, the last time we we're going to have a newborn baby in the house. We were going to be starting the church, but we had been running hard through businesses and church work for, for you know, what all together was over 12 years. And, and it was like God had prepared this perfect season where it was a few months of where we could really just kind of rest rest from the labor that we had done and to prepare us for what was ahead. And it was exactly what I needed, but I didn't have, I couldn't even see it. I didn't even see it. And she saw it and she said, this is a time of rest for us. And thank God that she saw that. And because it was, I was able to step back and to see the beauty in that season, even though I was looking for something different, and to say, okay, this is what God is doing. This is what is happening here. And I was able to rest. We were able to rest with our family and enjoy the, the time with the new baby and getting ready to make the announcement that we were starting a new church and to dig our heels in and get started with that the following year. All that was coming. And I was able to refresh and we were able to get rested and prepare for what was ahead. And this last number of months have been a it's been go time <laughs> and we've been going, you know, but I'm just convinced now looking back that if that beautiful season that God had prepared for us to, to be able to rest and get ready for what was coming, if I would have missed that, it could have just threw a wrench in all kinds of things along the way that were coming. So guys, we've got to be able to step back, trust the people around us that are wise and trust that the Lord will open our eyes to see what it is that he wants us to see that's beautiful in the moment. It says here, I mean, look, it says, how then he's made everything beautiful in its time. He's put eternity in their hearts, except no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end. So we can't know it without asking him. We can't know it without him showing it to us. 
the natural mind doesn't have the capacity to understand the things of God. We need the supernatural impartation of the wisdom of God to open our eyes, to open our ears, to help us to see and understand the things that he's leading us into so that we're not missing the moments, we're not rushing or hanging on too long, and we're seeing the beauty in the moments that we're in. And if we will, there'll be a fullness of joy along the way that we will continue to walk in, knowing this is the time that the Lord has prepared and assigned for me. And it's beautiful now, and I'm not going to miss it. And it's most certainly purposeful. And I know that there's things in the future, seasons ahead, that I will realize God was able to work in me so that I was ready for the great things that he had out in front for my future. Amen. And I'll just close with this. Guys, nothing lasts forever except for God. Nothing else lasts forever except him and our spirits in eternity. But on this world, under heaven, everything is passing and fading away all the time. The seasons of our lives are always moving out of and into and out of and into and out of and into. Listen to this in Genesis, if I can find it here, Genesis chapter 8. He's talking about, you know, God created the seasons, right? And, and on the fourth day, in Genesis chapter 1, he created the seasons, and then on the sixth day, he created man. So he established all of these things. And then in Genesis chapter 8, verse 22, it says, While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, day and night shall not cease. Our lives are always going to be a changing environment, a changing of seasons in our lives, a changing of things that God is leading us into, leading us out of. We must embrace that. We must embrace that and wholeheartedly grab on to him and allow him to lead us in that journey so that when we're in the fullness of that season, when we're coming out of that season, when we're transitioning, that we're always in tune to the voice of God, hearing from the Lord and knowing that he's leading us through these amazing, beautiful things that we get to go through in our lives. It's a privilege that God is so specific with our lives that he's prepared seasons for us. And he's prepared details of those seasons he's prepared the intricacies of everything that's involved in it no possible way we could ever think of or understand all of the things and the links that god is going gone to that he's going to for each and every one of us to fulfill our god-given destiny we can't know it apart from him though and it's we can't get frustrated and and angry with God or or just have this sense that like I just don't understand what's going on and if I don't understand it like we need to know or need to understand everything that's happening you know Job said when 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 he was being challenged with everything and you know God stayed faith or Job stayed faithful but he was he was just asking God like I don't get it what's going on what's happening here you know he was venting 
And the Lord said, tell me something. Tell me something. Where were you when I founded the foundations of the earth? Tell me, do you have understanding? You see, the Lord, he's shaped everything that was, everything that is, and everything that will be. From the seasons of winter and fall and spring, stand to your feet with me today, to the seasons of our lives, to the details of everything that's happening in and through us. And if we'll allow God to shape us and lead us through that, it'll all be a work for His glory. Our lives will be like a masterpiece that He's created that just brings Him glory and honor for how awesome and amazing He is. And I just think it's a beautiful thing that life isn't boring, it's not stale, it's not mundane. God is a creative God. It's an adventurous life. It's an exciting time of change and seasons and transitions and all kinds of flavors of things we get to see and enjoy. From being a child to raising kids to watching our kids raise kids to imparting wisdom in later years of experiences that were formed during times when we were challenged, to being full of energy and strength to get out and, and make an impact in the world, and to have times of rest, and to just enjoy and appreciate God for who He is and what He's doing in our lives. I wouldn't have it any other way now that I see how God's created it.